he's very active in his mind and he's very perceptive you know he's a five-year-old that, that that um you know has extraordinary capabilities that i've never seen before i know i talk about his smartness but i don't compare him to a genius because i don't want to burden him with that i know he's you know he's exceptional okay beautiful souls as promised my guest of the hour is here let's see if she is on the line at nubian red are you there yes i'm here imani thank you so much for having me again you are very welcome you're very welcome and i can hear lovely Raphael, who's there in the background who's um this conversation is going to be about him but before we go there can you just um you were on last week but just in case someone tuned in today and wasn't able to hear you last week can you just share a little bit about your background okay well i i'm a recording artist and a mommy so you know um those those are big jobs <laughs> so i keep i i try my best to balance everything but um the music side of it started back in um 2010 i believe um probably before that because you know i've always been involved in music or the performing arts um yes that's my son in the background five-year-old rafa <laughs> so you know, Raphael is a big deal. He's always around mommy. I, I try to kind of get him to do some stuff, but he didn't want to do that. He wants to, to be where mommy is. Yeah. yeah. And so we're just hanging out today. Um, you know, it's one of those um, overcast days in Kingston, Jamaica, where I'm from. So, you know, we're just enjoying the weather. It's not yet hot. It's almost summer. So... Yeah, and that's going to be different this year because, you know, the climate has changed and the environment has changed. So um, out of um, the pandemic pandemic comes um, good things too, like, you know, the, the animals are out, <laughs> the insects and the birds are enjoying every bit of it and, and the weather is a lot cooler. So, you know, yeah, it, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Well, we are getting some summer here at last. Um, it's been nice and warm and sunny. It's still sunny and it's seven o'clock in the evening. So we're enjoying that because, um, you know, we we get, we get don't always have it. So when we do get it, we get excited. You see people, as soon as the sun comes out, you know, it's coats off, shirts off, everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, it's only, it's only one day, but yeah. Uh, but um, but new oh, wow. yeah. <laughs> We are, you know, we're here to talk about some serious matters. Um, and um, I know you've been doing a telethon, a, a radiothon for the last month. Can you talk to us about what that entailed and what did you have to do? And, you know, how many people did you speak to and was it eventful? Um, well, let's start um, from before that. Um, we're actually trying to raise um, funding for the sur um, surgeries for my son who was born with a very rare orthopedic condition, um, a one in a million condition called tibial hemorrhagia, which is um, something that affects his limbs. So um, we're trying to get that corrected because the condition is so rare, um, not many doctors treat it um, um, in a way that preserve the limbs. So um, what they've been doing for centuries is um, amputation, but um, there's a doctor who has changed his methodology and his way of thinking into helping those born with this um, rare condition. So um, we're grateful for that. However, with everything in modern medicine, once you're the first to go at it or the first to try it um you know it's expensive to do so um you know the surgeries for my son to correct his condition would amount to um us two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. we've been on the fundraising journey for a while and we're hoping we'll get um you know to it so we can have Raphael standing on both legs Raphael is a very smart and sweet young boy and um every day all i see is that he just wants to go outside and play and just you know swing around and uh, do other things that kids with both legs do so you know we're hoping um to help him realize that dream because i know that he'll be running and 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 climbing and just doing all this stuff because you know he has a yard full of trees and he's never been in one so you know 
it's just kind of one of those things but we're working um at it and radiothon um, which is a telethon on radio is something that we've been working on for the entire month of may which is considered child's month here in jamaica um, and also from other places in the world you consider it child month so today is the last of may but um everything continues radiothon will continue on a smaller scale we've done over um 15 radio stations and podcasts included um throughout yes and i've spoken to a lot of folks um from different radio stations you know um including here in jamaica um you know so we want to give thanks for all the hosts of various stations who had us on um during this run of um radiothon but we're still continuing and we're hoping to raise the funding um things are a little bit slow um we understand because you know the pandemic kind of true uh, yeah yes yeah, what go 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 <laughs> you want me to tell him to yeah, I'm, I'm being mommy, so I, I have to be giving instructions. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, he's like that sometimes. He just comes to me, he wants an instruction, so he comes for that. Um, yeah, during the pandemic, you know, a lot of persons have had it very, very difficult. And, you know, um, it's extremely rough for them and, you know, our hearts go out to all those persons who, you know, have lost their jobs, lost their income, you know just um at a loss because it has thrown a lot of things out of the loop and out of um the reach of persons but you know as humans it, it is our thing it is our time and it's our destiny for us to band together whenever we our brothers or our sisters are in need so you know i'd like to to just um say that to persons whoever you can help around you even if it's not much you can do do something to help one one person a day even if it's just to put a smile on their face whatever you can do so you know even though we're doing this kind of fundraising thing for ourselves you know we see it as a need that you know in the future we'll actually be doing charity just to help others who are in some kind of need because the need has grown um and and and, and the people are still here you know we, we've lost a lot of folks um you know during this time but the, those who are here let us um band together to take help take care of those in need so um one of the things i've been expressing while i've been on the radiothon journey is the importance of you know just um feeling a sense of care or giving a sense of care to others but showing someone you care doesn't always mean monetary things so you know um person's been praying for our campaign you know and and, and that comes in very handy because prayer gives you strength and when you you have that strength you can continue on your journey so um we welcome all the prayers but we also welcome the donations so persons who wishing to donate they can go to our gofundme campaign it's gofundme.com um there's a slash and there's f and then there's slash again and then it's saving raphael's like campaign and raphael is spelled r-a-f-a-e-l that's saving Raphael's leg campaign. And if you search it in the search bar at gofundme.com, all you have to type in is saving Raphael's leg campaign. And um, you'll see a cute little boy. He's about five years old. Um, you'll see him talking about his own leg condition and his own struggles in the best way he can express it because, you know, he wants persons himself, he, he has made his appeal for persons to help in whatever way they can because, you know, he wants, he just wants to go outside and play. And that's his dream, to go outside and play. Um, with the condition, it has hampered a lot of things for us. We have to be making adjustments to accommodate him, but um, his resilience and his strength has just captivated a lot of people and they've come on board to say you know whatever we can do to help and push the campaign we will so um we're grateful for that we're very much grateful for that radiothon is like i said a telethon on radio um you know persons can make their pledges by texting 1-876-478-9569 on whatsapp they can text the word radiothon that's R-A-D-I-O-T-H-O-N, that's Radiothon. And once they text that word, um, we'll be able to give them the instru instructions as to how they make their pledges. 
um, and how to help Raphael save his life. Of course, we have our social media where they can follow um, Raphael um, on our social media platform at a boy named Raphael. And um, they can see all the things that he's up to when he's not baking cookies with dad. He's, uh, he's on the swing or he's outside um, helping dad to change the car tires. <laughs> so, you know, he's he's busy. Um, we're we're going to be recording his driving lessons a little later because he's getting really good at helping dad park the car. So, yeah, he, he does a lot. He does a lot of steering wheel stuff, but, you know, he's getting really good so that he can let go the steering wheel and he parks the car. So, yes, uh, <laughs> yes, he's getting really we we um we expose him to a lot of things because you know um we know his legs are a challenge but there are other things he can be exposed to for his growth you know he's very smart as you know iman he's very smart you know he's he's a reader he's only five years old and he reads at a fourth grade level i don't know what you call that in in um in england if you still do primary school but he does read at a primary school level level and um he's at a fourth grade level so it's just something to behold and amazed he's been reading since he was 18 months old and um you know i couldn't read when, <laughs> read when i was that age and you know we actually did discovered that he could read we didn't know that he could read because we just exposed him to stuff and just hopeful that you know whatever is there he'll grasp but um he's catch on to learning very quickly and he loves numbers he's he's a numbers guy he's oh he's in the background counting and i remember the other day he was counting up by 19 and i was like how do you do that i don't know how to do that so you know it's just a fun and amazing thing to see him grow as a person as a child um in spite of his limitation he knows his mom and dad are working very hard to get the surgery done for him so he can stand on both legs it's an exceptional place the paley institute that's where he will be treated <laughs> um, he just closed the door <laughs> he left the room and closed the door um he's just <laughs> he's like mom is <laughs> <laughs> he, he's like he's sensing mommy's gonna be on the phone a while so let me just leave <laughs> just announcing that Raphael's left the building you know as they do <laughs> you know someone's <laughs> <laughs> yes indeed he just left the building yeah. he's very active in his mind and he's very perceptive you know he's a five year old that, that, that um, you know has extraordinary capabilities that I've never seen before. I know I talk about his smartness, but I don't compare him to a genius because I don't want to burden him with that. I know he's, you know, he's exceptional in the brain power that he's given. He's been given in spite of his um, condition. And you know, the funny thing is, I was speaking to a nurse once, and you know, she said, you know, sometimes these condition comes with additional stuff that you know children get to 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 maneuver with so when they don't have extreme abilities in say you know music or or, or something like that you know they have extreme abilities in their their brain capabilities and so far you know his his brain is ahead of his years <laughs> he's always on the move just thinking of something and doing something so um you know we're we're grateful for that. We we decided that we're going to get him some new books this week so he can read because he's read all the books on the shelf and he's, and he's just bored like, I know this story, I know this story, I know this story. So he doesn't want to read them anymore. So we're getting him um, other books this week to read so he can, you know, just keep, um, keep going at that. <laughs> Um, yes, yesterday we were outside and, you know, I was playing, um, catch with him and his, his arm strength is so, um, what do you say? So advanced because, you know, he has that, you know, his arms are so powerful in spite of him just using them alone. You know, so I realized that, you know, his arm strength is really, really over the top for a five-year-old. He pushes that ball as if he was in the game with the grown folks but um we'll show you all those action on his um youtube channel so persons can follow us on social media 
to get the updates of all the activities. We do a vlog, so we keep persons up to date and we will be video logging all the transitions that happened with Raphael during his surgery so persons can see this revolutionary change, um, um, what do you call it, life-saving um, surgery and, and treatment method for a very rare condition called tibial hemomelia. It's a beautiful thing to behold when doctors themselves are, you know, not just entrusted with just going to work and save the lives based on what they've learned in book, but when they've maneuvered themselves into researching and finding a better way and better treatment um, options um, for persons born with conditions like Raphael. So, um, you know, it, it, it gives me great pleasure to just always big up the, um, the Paley Institute in Florida because they've treated um, kids from as far as Australia, New Zealand, Japan, China, and so many other countries, including those from the UK. Because I remember there was a story of a little girl um, she was born with a condition, but she had them in both legs. And that one is called bilateral tibial hemomelia. Yeah, so she had it in both legs. So, um, you know, it was a, a, a glorious thing to behold to see that li little girl after creeping on her knees for so long and getting around, you know, just on her hands and knees. She eventually had her surgery to stand on both legs so it was it was quite beautiful and we, we just want that same thing for Raphael for him to be able to stand using his own leg and um, persons can visit the Paley Institute's website you know they can search for Paley Institute and they'll see um, all the treatment they're doing in various orthopedic conditions to help persons other than just cutting limbs and you know removing um, body parts they're helping to preserve what you know god has given you in such a way that you can utilize the best way you possible so you know kudos to them i'm sure there are other um, um research and facilities or institutes around the world um doing just that so when 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 i come across them i have to big them up for the work that they're doing so much um you know the journey that you have taken you know you and your um Raphael's dad and Raphael has undertaken and um what I'd like to do now is just play one of your tracks and then when we come back I really would like you to kind of just to really take the listeners on that journey can you go back to the beginning you know and just most talk definitely, us through, most yeah, talk definitely. Us through, you know how you learned about your son's condition what it, you know and you know just when did you know that he had this condition but before we go there let's play um let's play what no no what freight freight train tell us about that song how did you come to write that song and then we'll play and then we'll come back with more questions okay well i actually used to work um in offices office building doing you know office work <laughs> so um you know I, the, the supervisor she was very unkind um she was very unkind and unfair and i got that kind of a hook for the song in the the chorus and i took it to Raphael's dad and you know he because he's also co-writer on most of the tracks you know he he helped find the other verses and you know we sat down and we worked together and rearranged um them a bit before we call in our musician to kind of lay down the track but i wasn't seeing it as something to to record or put out there i was just had it in my head because you know it, it stuck with me that you know sometimes people don't see their own freight train is coming you know you have to be careful how you treat her other persons you know and karma has a way karma has a way she has a way of just working hard to balance the scale of justice and we don't always see it coming but others will see it and you can get the warning you can heed it or you can just keep doing what you're doing but eventually you know everybody has to face whatever consequences for their actions so we are going to play we're going to drop freight train by new freight train <laughs>
by my guest of the hour Nubian Red wow that was powerful Nubian Red my goodness we like that uh, yes I haven't heard them in a while because you know I've been busy with a lot of stuff so normally these other persons are just reminding me that these are really good stuff they're really good music good sound the sound called is called Jamrock and it's 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 a fusion. It's it's Jamaican. All the things Jamaican that people love. It's reggae. It's dancehall. It's mental. It's ska. It's everything um, folded from Jamaica. And we just added the spice of the rest of the world, whether it's rock, jazz, classical, or, or much more. You know. So um, you know, it's a beautiful thing that we've been inspired to do. You know, the inspiration came, and you know, we just went with it we followed it and um these are the results it's, it's beautiful music i remember somebody complimenting the songs and saying they're performing like some of the top songs of the 1990s with top artists like um Shade and 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 lauren hill so you know it, it, it gives me you know just just you know that 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 joy in my heart that people are actually listening to the music um it's um taking its time and it's growing um especially in europe you know persons in, in the uk like to hear the song every time they hear the song they're just in love with them so we're we're grateful for that um it's it's slowly climbing on various um playlists in um spotify and elsewhere so you know 
give thanks to persons who are just going to search for Nubian Red and her stuff just to take a listen. <laughs> and for those who watch the videos, because you know that's the that's some of the biggest compliments we get are about the quality of the videos. Um the production is actually done by Raphael's dad, um, you know, and his brother, because they've been in the video production for most of um their lives, you know. So um that 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 is their their take on on the music that they're hearing to to just deliver the sights to the persons watching it to to enjoy and feel the music at a difference with just all the elements of of visual to to complement it so um there are all the videos are on youtube so persons can check it out there nubian red um, that's my my channel, Nubian Red Music. You can find me on YouTube. Yes, um, I'm everywhere else at Nubian Red Official, whether it's Twitter or um, on Instagram or Facebook, uh, my social media. Uh, yes, uh, you wanted me to tell you more about Rafa because this is what um, it's yeah, all I about. Mean, yeah. It's all about I'm radio. Not, yeah. what, what I really <laughs> want is because you know, obviously. Um, you really want people to kind of understand and really kind of you know so i really feel like going back into that journey you know as a mother and you know where where it all started so yes if you can go back there that you know and just let people just bring people in to the story with you so they can really understand how important this is to you and Raphael and Raphael's dad as well yes um going back in time is is kind of a, a little bit far for me now because you know so much has happened um, along the journey um you know when i i was pregnant with rafa i was like you know overjoyed because i was like yeah this is gonna be my first one i just turned 30 and i was like what's next i finished my degree i've um just um started off recording i remember the day when i found out that i was pregnant i was actually recording the song um was it called last thing i think that's the the one um i was recording and you know i found i found out later in that day and i was like so overjoyed so i was like all right we're on this journey here comes on another one you know something else to add to it and it's gonna be beautiful because we're giving birth to a child and giving birth to new music so um you know that was beautiful for me you know um the journey was beautiful just watching him grow inside me feeling his presence you know and feeding him all the things that i loved so yeah that was beautiful but it was pretty much a normal pregnancy there was nothing out of the ordinary um you know the doctors pretty much you know um gave me a clean bill of health until um, a couple of weeks before he was born, then my blood pressure was too high. So they said, all right, we're gonna, you know, keep you here. And if anything, we gotta take him out. And um, that's how Rafa was born. He was born uh, about two weeks earlier than he should be born, but it, that's in the fourth trimester. So everything is still um, okay in that regard. So when, um, when he was born, cause he was born via C-section, um, that's when we noticed that there was something wrong with his leg. There was never a sign before, there was never anything on ultrasound or anything like that to say that, you know, there was something that, you know, would complicate things. So um, when they took him out, that's the first thing I noticed that there was something wrong with his leg. And then I, I looked at him because I couldn't see his face. They had him a little way behind the curtain. <laughs> to show me and then you know um you know they're like you know somebody soon talk to you about it and they washed him off and i heard him cry and i was like oh my goodness he's here he's here but i was like what is wrong what is it like what does it like look like that so um the day after that that's when um persons from the orthopedics team to, to department at the hospital came to see us and let us know that they'll have to um, first give him an um, x-ray to, to find out exactly what his condition is because um, they amounted that it could have been club foot, but um, they weren't sure, so they had to make sure with their diagnosis. So they took him for x-rays and then a couple of days later, 
they call us into a meeting and let us know that he had the um, very rare condition called tibial hemomelia. And um, they explain the rareness of it, that it's literally a one in a million condition. Um, for every million babies born around the world, only one of them might have that condition. So we were just flabbergasted, um, you know, that this is possible. And, you know, Jamaica is like an island with three million people on it. So it, that was like, there's possibility that there's only three persons here with it so what do we do how do we treat it and i remember them saying to us that the only available method they knew of was amputation because they didn't do any they didn't deal with it a lot and um, a lot of the doctors who came to see us to see rafa you know um about 20 of them or a little more than 20 of them came to see Rafa because they've never seen this condition in person before. And it was just something that, you know, as a new mom, it just took me a, a while to wrap my head around because I was going through all the hormonal changes and um, dealing dealing what, with what was going on in terms of treatment of this little boy, finding out his condition, doing my own research and um, talking to doctors. <laughs> It was just a lot for one person, you know, because even then my, my blood pressure was not under control and it was just every day I was learning something new about the condition and about, you know, uh, what what it entails. So, you know, I I, I, I think for a moment I, I cried inside. I didn't cry out because, I, you know, I can't, it's, it's like I couldn't get the cry out because I know I had to be strong to do what it has been set before me to get it done. So, you know, I cried inside for a little bit, shake it off and saying, you know, this little boy has so much promise and I'm here crying, you know, it, this this is something he would have to deal with. It's not just me, me, I'm his mother, I'm just the best, but he would have to live with it. He would have to deal with any decision that we make for him so um, it, we we did speak to the pediatrician who said to us you know go to America and see if there's a better option and we went to America and we got the same option of amputation at Trinidad Hospital in Tampa and um, uh, for a lot of people who know about Trinidad Hospital they know that you know they're the go-to in orthopedics because they do offer treatment for orthopedic condition but most of them is amputation cutting off the limbs and replacing it with prosthetics so um yeah when we went there and they gave us you know that diagnosis and and that treatment methodology we had to ask them is there anything else is there anybody else you know so that's when we were referred to the paley institute um it, it, it's so funny now that i look back at it because you know um normally hospitals don't don't want to send you to other hospitals because they they want the funding to come to them and they want you know um whatever treatment to be at their facility but you know we've met some really kind ladies really kind souls that you know looked at Raphael and saw the promise he had within him so they said to us, okay, here's a place that you can go, but it's going to be really expensive. It's going to be really expensive. But I know, you know, they would be able to help Raphael. So that's how we ended up at the Paley Institute. And all these travels and doctors visit, we were facilitating this out-of-pocket from savings, you know, that we had to do other projects from working, um, you know, that we had to other, do other projects. We had to be traveling and getting things done in relation. We didn't know it was going to be this expensive. You know, a person's talk about having kids is expensive, you know, so you know the basic things of just feeding them and clothing them. That is the expensive part. But when you throw a medical condition in the works, it, it becomes a whole nother playing field so you know all the resources we had to just put them together to go here and there and find out what is the best option 
for this little boy. So, you know, we were glad for the Pele Institute and we still are very much appreciative of their work because uh, like I said, it's pioneering, it's revolutionary stuff that they're doing there, you know. Um, their motto is about saving limbs and saving lives. So it, it's, it's just a beautiful thing. And the most beautiful thing is when we got there and the doctor, the lead doctor, Dr. Paley, he saw Raphael himself and said, you know, this little boy is healthy and he's strong. And, you know, the treatment that they have available is quite good for him because he has a very mild version of the condition. Because what happened is that the Paley Institute has a classification scale for tibial hemamelia in particular. And that goes up from one to five. And in those classifications, they have subcategories, uh, which are like A, B, C, D. And Raphael has type 2A, which is second in the classification because you just have type 1 and there's only one in the classification of type 1. There's no A, B, or C. Um, it's just type 1 or you end up having the others. And Raphael has type 2A, so it's second in the classification scale, uh, which is very mild compared to 5 and 6. And um, this institution had, has treated um, kids with five and they're standing on both legs. I was just watching a video the other day of a little boy. He has bilateral tibial hemamelia and now he's doing, he's done his surgery and he's now doing physical therapy to function with his legs standing straight up. This is a little boy who used to be hobbling around on his knees. You know, his legs, both legs were turned inwards because that's what the condition does. It has the disability of the leg, so you know the leg is turned the opposite direction instead of flat on the ground. So you know now this little boy has his feet turned downwards on the ground, and now he's moving around. He's not yet complete. There is a little way to go for him to get to the full, you know, some of walking. But you see him outside with his mom and dad, and um, he has the bars in his leg that helps to stretch the bone for the the corrective treatment and he's outside with the ball and he's making strides and trying to kick the ball but you know he he's very slow at it but you see the progress from where he's coming from you know with just hobbling around on his butt and hobbling around on his hands and now he has stand tall with it. he's actually in the second of a twin so you know, he, he's standing tall with his little twin brother. So, you know, it's beautiful to watch his his twin brother is fine. There's no complication there. So it, it that makes you really put things into perspective. Doctors are saying it might be hereditary, but in some cases it doesn't prove to be because here is a case of the twins and only one of them was born with a condition. And we tried to even look in our own family history and family tree to see if there was anybody who had something similar. We couldn't find anything. So the explanation about how is it caused is not clear because, you know, doctors themselves, they say they can't explain everything, but they know that, you know, the best way to move forward in this is to find a better treatment option than um, creating a permanent disability for a child where we could make them able. So um, that is just the quest that we are on to make Raphael able. Able to stand, able to walk, able to run. I know sometimes we're going to the supermarket or just going on the road and we want to go with daddy because daddy likes to carry him around. But it, it, it is it becomes complicated to carry him or just carrying him around. So he wants to do everything. He wants to be a part of everything. So we know once he has both legs on the ground, he'll be taking off. And who knows, you know, the strides he'd be able to take. Because the other day I was saying, you're a runner, you're moving very fast, you know. He crept up the stairs really fast. This time I sent him to go and get something and he crept up on his one leg and he went to the top really fast. And I was like, you're a runner. And he's like, yeah. I can run and he's jumping around on one leg and you know like yes i can run I just, I just need to put my other leg down and then i'll be able to just run really fast so 
um, that was just something that warmed my heart to say yes. I know that once he has both legs on the ground, he'll be off doing a lot of things, just a lot of things. And, um, you know, the children are our future, so we do the best we can for them while they're young because they will be the one caring for us, looking out for us, coming up with medicine and, and cures for everything that we've had in our, our old age. So, you know, the best thing to do is to look out for them while they're young and give them the best opportunity to be healthy, safe, and just feel like, you know, they're loved. And one of the things that I've I, I, um, just um, been, been so heartwarming about is the amount of persons who come out of the, 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 the um, various areas. Um, I didn't know them, I, didn't, I don't know them from anywhere, you know. It's just a communication with one person and they reach out to somebody else and they reach out to somebody else and we're well on the way. We have several activities planned for the rest of the year or so. And we're just asking people whatever they can do to share our activities or be a part of it um, just to help us. We will get on the way to the 250. I know we'll get there. So um, Radiothon, just text the word to one 876 Four seven eight nine five six nine and pledge your support for saving Raphael's leg. Um, we're well on the way. Or you can visit www.nubianred.com. Nubianred.com, and all the information is there about Radiothon and Rafa wants to play. That's his page. It's called Rafa wants to play. All the information about his condition you can see him in person he's a beautiful spirit he's a beautiful boy um you can see him in person in various photographs and uh, videos that we have there about rafa and his condition and what he's been up to on you know a regular basis so uh we're just glad for the support we're glad to be here um thanks imani again and to conscious radio for having us on you know um it's it's a blessing it's a blessing it's truly a blessing you are very welcome um nubian red and yeah thank you so much and um is there anything you want to say to any parent that might be going through something whether it's a health issue or something with their child um, before we wrap up this segment well um all i can say to parents it's gonna be be challenge raising any kid you know it doesn't come with a manual it doesn't come with any instruction as to how you get it done all you have to do is make sure whatever you're doing you're doing it in love in love for the child in love for the future in love for your own self and your own well-being i know sometimes you know because we don't have this and we don't have that um, we think that, you know, that that is going to put the child at a disadvantage, but it's a love, the things that you do from love that they remember. Um, I remember the other day, he brought the little guitar for me to help him play the song and I, I just strummed two card, um, chords on it and he went and he sat down by himself and he's playing the same two chords by himself. So, you know, it's, it's just the things that you do in love that they'll remember, whether it's daddy reading him a story at night. Um, whether it's, it's mom brushing his teeth and counting them with him, <laughs> you know, kids are, are, are the strangest things because, you know, you buy them the most expensive toy and they want to play with the box that it came in. So, you know, it's just those little things that, you know, you do in love is what they remember. They don't remember all the big grand things, whether you've taken them to Disney World or, you know, they, they had a nice big house with all the furnishings of wealth. They remember the things like, you know, when they went into the bush and they saw the bird and, you know, we, 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 we fed the birds or something like that. That's what kids normally remember. And I, I look at my own life and my own journey. And the things that stood out to me are like the strangest things. It's like driving on a bus through the countryside all the way to a place called Portland in Jamaica just to go see my grandmother. I remember seeing the lots of trees and the, you know, the sea is unending. Just, we're just driving and we're just driving and the bus is always crowded and, you know, everybody had their own little baggages under their seat. And, you know, it, those are the things you remember when you're there with your grandmother, you remember her outside just baking 
potato pudding on the stove, on the outside stove. And those are the memories that you you kind of ch- cherish because you know you, you used to get to eat out the, the batter or you used to get to eat out the baking tin. So um, those are the things that stood out. I didn't remember all the things they used to talk about. We went to fair or fun fair or whatever. I don't remember those things that. I remember the little things that I spent time with the people that I cared about and loved that, you know, that they did this for me and they took the time to be around me and, and show me love, you know. We weren't wealthy people. We didn't grow up in wealth. You know, a, a lot of Jamaica is plagued by poverty. But um, the beauty of all that is that people find joy in the little things. So, you know, uh, we don't let our circumstances define us. We, we're very resilient in our spirit to kind of just rise above it all and keep going. Um, my message to any mother out there who has a child with disability is to know that this isn't your fault. You didn't do anything wrong. And if it wasn't you and your child, it would be somebody else. So um, think of it as a learning moment, a learning moment, a, a moment to learn something new and a, a moment to also teach somebody something new because um, a lot of persons um, I've found are, are not quite sensitive as they should be to persons with disabilities. I've heard of the numerous stories and you know, it's always a teaching moment um, for me to teach others how to be kind, just simple, be kind. It's not even the grandest of thing. It's the grandest of thing. The grandest of thing for a child with disability is when somebody is kind and understanding to that challenge that they're facing. So, you know, um, it's not your fault. Um, you know, there, take time to breathe. I know sometimes my in my own life I don't take the time to breathe and I have to ram, remind myself that you know this is a lot for any one person so you got to take time to breathe you know and live in the moment with that child live in the moment because you know you're creating joy for you for them but that joy should also be for you so live in the moment you know and and just take moments to breathe you know it, it, it it's a lot I can say it's, it's not going to be hard and trying and, and just, you know, seem like, you know, it's overburdening and, and whatever. I can't say all of that because it will feel that way. But you have to, to, to find it within yourself to, to rise above all the darkness that you see from, from the situation and to find light when, within that. And the light comes from the smile that you put on your child's face because I get up every day and I get to see Raphael wake up with a smile on his face and he says, good morning, did you sleep okay? And I said, did you sleep okay? And you- I think we've lost um, Nubian Red. What I'm going to do, just play one of her tracks, what she talked about, lost one, and um, see if we can get her back or we're coming to the end, aren't we? So I'm just going to play lost one. So enjoy that. <laughs>
beautiful souls, we have got Nubian Red back, so let's bring her on. Nubian Red. Hi, yes. Yes, I'm here. I'm in coping with um, persons who were born with disabilities. Just the positive thoughts and having positive energies. Some days you might not want to do it, that's a given, but you know, you get up and you try again. If you don't have success the first time, you keep trying until you do. Um, yes, yeah, so Radiothon for Raphael. Yeah, it's all about Raphael. We're trying to raise funding to correct his limb condition called tibial hemimilia. And um, what we're, we'll be, um, our goal is to raise $250,000. We're actually extending Radiothon. Today should have been the last day. We will be having more activities um, coming down the line uh, in June and July. We're going all the way to December. Uh, we hope that we'll be able to raise it for this year so we can start the, the process of surgery because Raphael's bone is changing, he's growing. So the earlier for him to get the surgery done is the better. So the goal is 250,000 US. Of that we've met up to 19,000. So we still have a way to go, but we're still encouraging persons to um, donate or contribute or, or pledge whatever they can, you know, um, the smallest of amount, whether it's a five pound or a one pound, it still does add up. In Jamaica, we have a saying, one, one cook a full basket. So eventually the basket will be filled and we'll get this underway. And it's also a platform for us to um, expound and to teach about the, the condition because a lot of persons have never heard about it including myself before Raphael was born five years ago I had no idea what this was so um, it, it's a platform for me to help to educate and just to to give an insight into the journey of someone born with this condition so um, Yes, persons can visit my website www.nubianred.com and on it there is a page for Radiothon as well as for Rafa. It's called Rafa Wants to Play. So they can check out all the things about Rafa. Rafa Wants to Play. You will see all the things about Rafa um, in his growing up, <laughs> you know. Um, you'll learn about his condition so um, check that out and you can also check out how you can um, contribute to Radiothon we're also looking for volunteers to help our campaign so even if you can't give you can also volunteer your time and everything you can volunteer from anywhere in the world everything is done online so you can volunteer from anywhere you are in the world to help our campaign um, yes, so uh, for those who want to participate in Radiothon, they can text me 1-876-478-9569. That's 1-876-478-9569. And they can text me on WhatsApp, the word Radiothon. And I'll be sending them the information as to how to make their pledge to contribute to our campaign. So we're grateful for all the help we receive no matter what kind of help because we have um, persons on the ground now working and drumming up um you know um uh, my friend in florida blondie she's on the ground with her church sisters um collecting <laughs> collecting donations for us so i have to big her up um as well as Raphael's godmother in georgia she's on the ground working with persons collecting donations so we'll soon find out how much we have raised um, for the month so we're grateful for all the persons who have donated and we'll be posting everything about this on the GoFundMe side because you know that does help us to calculate the tally of what we've raised so far so persons will be able that's Raphael in the background that's Raphael in the background persons will be able to see the fundraising um, um, outline as we go along on the GoFundMe site. It's GoFundMe.com slash F slash Saving Raphael's Leg Campaign. And Raphael is spelled R-A-F-A-E-L. That's R-A-F-A-E-L. Saving Raphael's Leg Campaign. Or you can go to GoFundMe.com and look for the search bar and type in Saving Raphael's Leg Campaign. Once you've done that, you'll see a sweet little boy of African descent 
you know, he, he's showcasing his whimsical side. You know, he's very good at playing the piano. He's very good at math. He's very good at reading and climbing around. So he'll be showcasing himself to show you what he can do. And all he needs is your help. Your help is what he needs to, to get his surgery done, to correct his condition so he can show you lots more of what he has in store. So persons who want to help, we do appreciate it. Please text the word Radiothon on WhatsApp to 1-876-478-9569. That's 1-876-478-9569 or visit nubianred.com. That's www.nubianred.com. Thank you so much, Nubian Red, and um, definitely, you know, come back and let us know how you're getting on and, you know, the update on, on this whole situation, um, raising the funds for the amazing little Raphael, yeah. So thank you so much. And thank you, Imani. Thank you for always being in our corner. You know, you're the adoptive godmother, so oh, we're great. Put it, put in the campaign, and of course, um, Raphael knows you by name and by face, oh. and is always talking about Auntie Imani. So we're, it's a blessing to have you in our corner, in our lives, and in our space, just giving us your good energy, your positive vibes, oh. and just keeping it a hundred in, in in helping us do um, this great and wonderful thing for little Raphael. So um, blessings to you, you know, as as well. Blessings to you, love oh. and light. Okay, beautiful um, souls. Um, wow, what a conversation. Nubian Red and the music as well. Really talented lady. Talented little boy, Raphael. So please support this worthy, worthy cause. Anyway, we are running out of time. It's time for Mr. T to come up next with a great, great show. And earlier on, Big John was on with a great show. And I um, hope you enjoy your Bank Holiday Monday. Oh, yes, and on Wednesday, I'm doing a one-off show at 9 o'clock for, with Brother Edison. Brother Edison, you normally hear him on Tuesday nights with um, Brother Jammers. You can hear him tomorrow, but he is going to be on... We're going to do a one-off show on Wednesday night at 9 p.m. So if you're interested in spiritual... Um, spiritual teachings and um, just understanding the mind and the soul and all these wonderful things then please join us but for now keep that dial where it is because Mr T is up next have a great day enjoy yourself and join me on Wednesday if you can have a wonderful time you can take yourself to a place to a place
心。